What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Can we just play that that Biden clip that I just heard uh, before we went on the air? This is Joe Biden talking about uh, what what we're not going to be sending to Ukraine. Here it is. The idea, the idea that we're going to send in offensive equipment and have planes and tanks and trains uh, going in with American pilots and American crews. Uh, just understand, he says, don't kid yourself, this is World War III. Okay, that's really important because he said that about a year ago, and we're now sending uh, tanks and they're asking for planes now. But trains? What? Do we have offensive trains? Is there like a... Is there like an Amtrak that's bulletproof? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I've never heard of those trains before, but maybe Chris Stewart can talk about those. Uh, Representative uh, Chris Stewart, Congressman, he has now been named the co-chair of the Mental Health Caucus. I want to hear what the government is talking about and what he is looking into, because we have a severe mental health crisis on our hands, especially with our children. We'll talk to him in 60 seconds. The following message is sponsored by Preborn. Something I have to say while I tell you about our sponsor, Preborn. Because our attorney said, you need to know this is a sponsor in the sponsor location. Not just me saying we should save babies' lives. That would be too risky. I need to tell you. That, ho, 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 this message is brought to you by Preborn. Yep, and I'm neck deep into it. I love it. Preborn is a group that is pro-life, that is dependent on you. They are saving babies' lives. This this uh, program and The Blaze has saved, I think now the number is in the 70,000s of children it's remarkable, remarkable. And here's how they do it. They take ultrasounds and they give them to women who are questioning whether or not they want to keep the baby. They give them a free ultrasound. When a mom hears the heartbeat and sees the baby, she's 80% more likely to choose life. Well, this has happened hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of times. And just in the last year, all of those babies were saved. And it was because of you partnering with this commercial sponsor, Preborn. Preborn, they are under attack. Will you stand with them? Make a, you know, $28 is the cost of a dinner. 28 bucks, you can help rescue a baby's life. That'll pay for one ultrasound. Uh, 140, five ultrasounds. And by the way, 15 grand, and you can buy the whole ultrasound for them. Uh, they need your help. Let's save lives. Preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Or if you want to donate, just hit pound 250. Keyword baby. Sponsored by Preborn. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, now I'm free to tell you whatever I want. And you should know that the company is not responsible for anything that I say. I hate attorneys. Anyway, uh, let's go to uh, Chris Stewart. Hello, Chris. How are you? 
Good morning, Glenn. Are we going to talk planes, trains, and automobiles? <laughs> yes, I think we. I think we have to. Uh, first of all, I kind of remember when the American people were consulted about important things, and then it would go into Congress and the Senate, and they would debate and have to vote. I am so glad we are past that messy part, and we can just send offensive weapons against Russia just right there so we could go into World War III without a messy discussion. Yeah. Well, your memories are so cute, aren't they? Back yes, they are. So dusty yeah. and old. You know, Glenn, I have supported, uh, as a former military officer and someone who works in intelligence and national security, I supported our initial efforts in Ukraine. I think we did the right thing. Uh, at the I beginning. That, uh, I agree yeah, with you and, at the beginning. And, and, it's been very effective. It's been a very good return on investment. And essentially, we've been able to decimate the Russian military and find out that they were a paper tiger. But we're at the point now where we have to begin to ask these questions. In fact, we're beyond the point. Do Are our goals aligned with President Zelensky's? Because I can tell you that they're not. He says he will not quit fighting until we go into, all the way to Crimea, which I promise you, Vladimir Putin is not going not to allow that to happen without responding. Nope. And every time we have a proxy war such as this, and there's an escalation on one side, and you could go back to, from Korea to Vietnam, in the most recent example is Syria. Every time you have an escalation on one side, it doesn't end the war. It leads to an escalation on the other side. Yeah. And you just have this continual acceleration. It leads to more blood, more conflict, more deaths. And, and I think, once again, we have got to ask ourselves, what is the end game in Ukraine? How much time, how much money are we willing to spend there? And how do we minimize the threat globally if we reach a point where Vladimir Putin does something that we all deeply hope that he would Chris, never do? Chris, those can, I, can I put the shoe on the other foot? If Russia... We're doing the same thing. The sides were switched. If Russia were doing the same thing to us, would you not be having conversations in Washington saying their allies have said this is war against the United States? They're sending in now offensive weapons for a move Zelensky's going to make or our guy's going to make in the spring. This is war. This is war. They've declared war on us. Would we not at least be having those discussions? Well, we should. And of course we would. And of course, Russia should. And of course, Russia They are. Should. Yeah, they are. That's exactly right. Which is to the point about we need to understand and decide what are, is our national goal? What are our national strategies here? And not just allow this to step by step move us into a position that's indefensible when it comes to the interest of the American people and the interest of global security, because those two have to be imbalanced. And until we answer those questions, you're going to have a growing number of Americans who say, I'm not sure that I support this ad infinitum. I'm not sure I'm going to support this kind of money and this kind of escalation. We are going to be a dangerous downside. We are going to be asked to send our sons and daughters. If this escalates out of control, our sons and daughters will be drafted because they won't volunteer because they they can't. We don't have the army that we even need. We're not hitting any of the recruiting numbers. So our kids are going to be asked to go and die for a war that nobody understands. And there is no way you might support the Ukrainians. You might support the Russians, but you're not willing to say, no, I I'm willing to lose my house and my children for it. 
nobody's yeah, at that just, point. We just can't reach that point, Glenn. No. We can never reach a point where we send American soldiers uh, to fight in Ukraine. Okay. Um, well, I think, I think we're going to be, uh, I mean, it's an offensive, a tank is an offensive weapon, not a defensive weapon. Do you agree with that? Well, yeah, I mean, the whole design of it, the whole purpose of it is to move the battlefield. It's right. to move an offense, a defensive line. It's to gain territory. Right. It, is a, it is a very different weapon than, say, a Patriot missile system, which Correct. is designed to protect your own, uh, your own people and your own resources. Um, all right. Um, Chris, let me uh, <laughs> change. You've, are you still on the Intel Committee or not? I am, sir. You are? And in fact, we're expanding that because I'm going to sit on the new church committee, which I think is some of the most important work we could do as we look to rein in the FBI and DOJ and others. And the people that are on the new church committee, are you guys, they're all serious? I mean, are they all brave, fearless? Or well, are they uh, I, 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 <laughs> well, they're members of Congress, Glenn. Right, so, so they're weasels. I mean, no, no, no. They're all honorable. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, no. I mean, look, Jim, Jim Jordan is someone that uh, that I think I, I trust and he's earned our trust. And uh, you got people like myself, Tom Massey, who's a, a good friend, a, a real libertarian and, and understands, uh, you know, the line between uh, b- between what we should allow and power. We should allow our federal government and power. Right. That we should not. Okay. I don't know all the members. A couple of them are new, but it, but it is a serious effort. I promise you that. Good. All right, the Mental Health Caucus. You're now the co-chair of that. What yeah. what is that? And so, go ahead. Well, Glenn, I mean, when I came to Congress, I didn't know that I'd become involved with mental health and, and emotional health and suicide prevention. I mean, I wrote the legislation that created the 988 number, the National Suicide Hotline Prevention Number. And the reason that drew me into this was our veterans, the fact that we had 22 veterans a day that were committing suicide. But shortly after that, it was a mental health crisis that we recognized is taking place among our kids. I mean, we are destroying a generation as, the, as we allow them and encourage them to wallow in this cesspool of social media. So we have a we have a bill, and I believe we're going to have bipartisan support for it. And I know you you, you know some may not like this because it does uh, it, it, they'll say it's big nanny, it's a, a nanny government. But we should protect our kids. We don't allow them to drink. We don't allow them to drive. We don't allow them to buy cigarettes or marijuana. Why do we allow a nine year old to spend? Five hours a day, and that is the average for an American nine-year-old, five hours a day on social media. The average 13-year-old is nine hours a day, and it destroys their confidence. It destroys their self-worth. It makes it so they can't look at a life of hope. And uh, we hope to move legislation that would preclude the social media companies from allowing anyone under 16 to to, uh, have a social media account. And you have to recognize, Glenn, that Instagram and TikTok are designed to be emotional heroin, and they are deliberately are. advertising to 9, 10, 11, and 12-year-olds. Oh, yeah. That is their target audience. They, they all are designed to really rewire your brain to be able to not be able to get off of those social media platforms. It, it is an IV bag of dopamine and uh, it's it, it's destroying our society. It's destroying our children. But how are you going to do that? They they will all say you got to be older than nine to do this. I mean, how how are you going to actually yeah. police yeah, it's that? Actually- 
It's actually pretty simple. And before I, t I answer that, could I just make one more point? We, we now live in a society where nearly a third of our young people have contemplated suicide and have discussed how they would commit suicide with a friend. Nearly a third of them. That's what we've done to our kids. So how do we stop them? Well, it's actually pretty simple, and that is for a new account, we're not going to go back and try and kick anyone off. That would be nearly impossible. But for any new account, that the social media companies would require them to show uh, proof of how old they are. Now, I argue with the social media accounts, you already know how old they are. You know everything about them. You know what their shoe size is and what they eat for breakfast. And they'll say, no, 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 we don't know anything That's about them. That's bullcrap. But, but let's put that aside. Okay, so let's say you don't know. You still have to verify. And so they would have to show a driver's license or a, or a birth certificate. And again, I know that some people are comfortable, uncomfortable with that. I know there's privacy issues. But if we can save a 9, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old young person, a young, uh, a young girl, a young boy, from immersing themselves in this world that can be so destructive, I believe it's well worth the price. And then the second element to that, Glenn, is you actually provide legal standing to parents and to states to sue the social uh, media companies if they don't adhere to this and then for the damage that they do, whether it's your child who maybe is involved with uh, – uh, who now is is suicidal or, or anxious or depressed, or states can pursue legal remedies as well. So, Chris, I you know, all due respect, I love you, um, and I appreciate you know what what you're trying to do. I'm not sure I agree with your solutions, but I applaud you for looking into it and uh, and beginning to to study it. The problem is social media. I'm not sure the best the best way to do it, but we are doing experiment. I mean, I'd love to see the Nuremberg uh, laws enacted here, but unfortunately we're all volunteering for these tests. We're doing massive experiments on our children and ourselves and the yeah. social media companies. They absolutely know what they're doing. Um, yeah, and it, it is unethical and it is so destructive. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a real problem. Glenn, that's why I look forward to talking to you about this today, because I, I, I wondered whether you would support this idea. And I know that you and I feel the same way about emotional health and mental health. And, and like most Americans now, we have experience with someone we love who has, uh, who has taken their own life or attempted to do that. And the tragedy that is for so many people. Um, and, and, and gosh, Glenn, if you or if any of your listeners have a different idea, please tell us. Because we're open to anything that, that would uh, uh, protect our children from this. Uh, but short of us having a better idea, this is uh, one avenue that I think is worth pursuing. Well, I, I'd like to, I, I hope you debate it and debate it in public because I would like to, to hear the debate on it. And, and uh, I'm sure if anybody has an idea, you know, you can, uh, you can tweet at uh, Chris Stewart. And if you don't agree, you don't have to say, I can't believe, just say like I did. I don't think I agree with you. I'm not sure I agree with you. Have you thought of this? Let's be productive uh, on this. I, I Chris, I, th I, this is very personal to me. I have had a suicide attempt and, uh, um, and a uh, ideation of suicide in my family, uh, in the you know uh not too distant past and uh if that's happening in my family 
and I don't know what to do about it. You know, I've had I've had what three suicides in my family, one on two on my side, one on my wife's side. Uh, it's an epidemic, and you just when it comes to your kids, I don't know what to say to you because I don't understand their world. They are living in a different world entirely. I mean, I, I talked to a girl who said, do you know what it's like to always have to be on? And I said, what do you, what do you mean? And she said, you, you go to school. I can't have a bad hair day. I can't have a bad outfit day. I can't just go as a slob sometimes because it will be recorded and it will be out there forever. I didn't even think of that. And it's ridiculous that she had to think of that. But they yeah. are under so much pressure all the time. And it's not just social media. It is also just the access to the phone uh, and the videotaping and everything else. It's it's a real problem. Chris, well, it's more, go it's ahead. It's more than a problem, Glenn. It's a tragedy. I mean, it's just that there just aren't words strong enough to what we've done to our young people, yeah. the pressures that we put on them. And there, again, this is a long road. This legislation isn't going to happen this week. It'll take yeah. us years. We look forward to people's inputs, but we've got to do something to protect our kids. I agree. And it's not just our kids. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. Um, the suicide rate around, among African-American men is up like 30 or 35 it, percent. It's mm. it's crazy. It is. We there's it, there's an issue of meaningless that we have to talk about. Um, yeah. Nothing has meaning anymore. Chris. Well, thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I, uh, I appreciate it. And, uh, and God bless. Navigating the housing market seems a little more stable than it has been in a while. Interest rates have fallen uh, a bit since their highs. They're looking a little more stable for the moment. If you're looking to buy or sell a house, now might be the time to dip your toe back into the water. Um, but you're going to need help. Um, and especially if you're in one of these cities like Phoenix, you're going to be you're going to face what you faced in 2008 again. If you have a house in Phoenix, sell it now. If you're looking to sell, you know, you're going to be selling it. Don't don't really don't wait. Don't take my advice. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just read the tea leaves and see what's in the news. Um, but seek help from people who really do know what they're doing. I started a company called Real Estate Agents I Trust dot com about, I don't know, eight years ago or so. And it is a company that is a free service to you that just matches you with somebody who thinks like you do, fan of the show, but also has a great track record in your area. They are one of the best real estate agents, if not the best in your area. They know how to sell homes and they also know how to get you into the right home in the right neighborhood. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a referral service. It's absolutely free to you. Do your own homework. Meet with these people. I think you're going to like them. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, that was kind of a refreshing talk because uh, I'm a pretty opinionated guy. And I'm not sure where I stand on that. I, it feels wrong to me what he was saying, but I haven't done any study on it. But there's a conversation that we used to have all the time. People disagree with each other, maybe really disagree with each other, but we walk away, we walk away going, well, we both got to look into it. 
And yeah. that's healthy discussion? I'm not sure what it's called. I, I don't know. I we don't. used to call it normal. How humans I, communicate? Yeah. I, uh, but I, I think that's old timey. I think it's also, uh, you know, when you talk about social media and also a lot of this woke stuff, I think fa- factors into this as well. But it's like people are afraid to kind of come out with ideas that are a little bit off the beaten oh, path. No. You're afraid to say them because you're going to get... You'll be an enemy. Right. And immediately everyone jumps on on your back and says, like, that's idiotic. You're stupid. You know, and most people just don't want to put up with that. Now, of course, we deal with it every day, so I don't really care. But, like, I think most people... <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. that's, the, that's the worst? That's the <laughs> yeah, worst you can do? Yeah. You're my buddy. But I think the average person who's like, you know, I have this kind of crazy idea. What do you think of this? Is afraid to suggest. It because oh, yeah. you're immediately shot down and called, you know, names and why, who wants to put up with that? So people just self-censor. They don't say these things and we don't get to advance these conversations at all. Wow, it's almost like the way it was in the dark ages. Glenn, that's stupid. You're stupid. Why would you say that? You idiot. The Glenn Back Program. Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, kudos, only two days after I started taking Relief Factor, my knees started to become more flexible. I had hardly any pain. I can walk up and down the stairs again normally, uh, not just one at a time. It's lasting. Thank you for your recommendation of Relief Factor. Michael, thank you. Thanks for writing in. Look, here's here's the thing. Our body is beaten up especially as you start to get a little older your body just gets beaten and it could be from exercise even and you get inflammation and inflammation is the biggest problem that we have in our bodies when we become inflamed that that is creates a lot of the diseases or helps along a lot of the diseases that we get um sickness etc etc but also that's how that's that's the main cause of pain is inflammation in our body just try this for three weeks. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You're out 20 bucks. But 70% of the people go on to order more because it works for them. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code, of course, is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the program. Hey, I've got some good news. For those who are looking for the return of Jesus Christ, you might want to set your clocks ahead a few hours. Um, A New York courthouse has installed a new statue on their roof in New York City. Um it's uh it's kind of interesting you know that you know on this particular courthouses they have like i don't know but they have like you know definitely not this moses the lawgiver and they've got uh you know like aristotle people who question and you know so they have all these figures up there that represent you know liberty and society well there was one i don't know who you know one statue maybe it broke off or maybe it was just too offensive but they needed a new statue, and so they've um, they've they've got all these stone statues on the top, and they decided to put a a golden statue uh, on the top now. Mm. Among those others, interesting choice artistically. Artistically, sure, it, it might stand out. Um, 
but it is, according to the uh, the artist, it is an urgent and necessary cultural reckoning. Um, and this particular statue better reflects our 21st century social mores. And it's really it's oh, uh, mm. it's um, mm. I guess kind of a woman, kind of. Um, and uh, she she's got her hair braided. Uh, into long spirals that appear to be ram horns. Okay. Then she has a web of tentacle like protrusions at each arm uh, that seem to go into her. Uh, and then she's wearing a lace apron like the one that Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, wore. And she's standing on a pink lotus flower. Now, I don't know if, I mean, what does that say to you about our, our social mores, right? I mean, that is right. That is right lockstep in where we are, mm. I think. Um, she is um, she's a golden statue. It looks a little. Now, I am not up on all of my ancient gods, but looks a little like Baphomet. Moloch, you know, would be another would be another one. It looks a little like a golden uh, idol. The good <laughs> news is. Its message and its uh, uh, it, it represents the god of abortion, which is not Baphomet. It, that is Moloch. Uh, so good news. We may have we may have dodged the bullet by getting the wrong golden god up there. Mm. <laughs> so it's just a, a golden idol uh, to the dedication of killing children. Yes. Okay. On I don't a, see why that would be problematic at all. On a courthouse. Uh, in New York City, has there ever ever been any? Again, I don't. I, I, sometimes you just have to. You have to give a little voice to the crazies out there. But has there yeah. ever been any critique in human history on placing golden idols? <laughs> has there ever been any? No, thought? Nothing jumps to no, no, jump, okay. jumps to mind. Okay, nothing jumps to mind. Never, never one was saying maybe don't do it. There's never been a. A part of no, it's gold. Gold is great. Gold is great. Gold okay. is great. Okay, so they great. got this golden idol up there, uh, and uh, it's uh, the god of abortion. And who, who could possibly say, you know, we have more than ten weeks before God <laughs> comes down and just uh, has a reckoning? I mean, ten America. weeks seems way, way too long. <laughs> <laughs> it really does at this point, doesn't it? It really does. That's I mean, it really, and, and strangely, it gives me hope because I'm pretty sure I'm trying to fight on God's side, okay? Mm -hmm. Not sure I'm always on God's side, but I'm trying really hard. But I'm, I'm more certain then the golden idol of abortion is not on God's side. Uh, and uh, it gives me great hope that, yeah, sure, we'll all, you know, be tormented for a very long time, just seven years. But then Christ comes and it'll be great. It'll be great. Gives me hope. Hmm. So much better to look at that other than. This is just going to be a, a dystopian Blade Runner movie for the rest of my life. You know, yeah, a little better. I think Blade Runner is a little too soft. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we deserve worse. Yeah. At this point. No, it seems like we're welcoming worse. Yeah, that's what I, it's one of those things where you look back at, you know, you look at some of the, you know, the Mark of the Beast, for example. I remember thinking at one point when I heard that, it's like, well, why wouldn't you just not do that? 
right? Like, you just, you just yeah. avoid, you know. All- because we all think that the devil is going to show up in a red suit and be very, very obvious and like, ho, 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 yeah. you take this, Mark. It's a different red suit guy that laughs oh, like that, yeah. isn't it? Well, are you sure? I don't they know. They both Maybe. start with S-A. They <laughs> do. They have all the same letters. <laughs> it's a Santanagram. Oh, it's a sa- my. Satanagram. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, that's a, cause I, cause you say that like, oh, well, we're all concerned that they're going to, sh- the devil's going to show up in a red suit. Well, like the statue's showing up gold. Like it's, it's exact. it's not even, I know you don't have to be like, oh, well, this is a similar thing. No, it's the thing. <laughs> it's the thing in the book. It says right there. It really is. You know? It really is. And it's amazing. Is it amazing to anybody else that like society just walking by? Oh, that's not what that is. No. No, according to the according to the artist, that's a golden idol of the god for abortion. That hello? Mm. Oh, come on, that's ridiculous. No. No. Yeah. No, it's just it's right there. What, what was the, the guy from the Tides Foundation who did that? Yeah. When, when he was like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, people are saying that this is a Trojan horse for single payer. And I said, no, it's not. It's just right there. We're telling you we're going for single payer. <laughs> right. That, that is it's, really. It's like these people who still aren't paying attention to the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum. And they're like, that's not happening. That's just a conspiracy th- Listen to the president's they're, speeches. They're, te- they're, telli- they're telling you. They're, telling, they're you. telling you. And again, usually where the split happens on these issues is that they're trying to do X and we think X is bad, right? They think X is good. Whatever that X is, the Great Reset, for example. Like they say this is going to improve society. It's going to make everything better. Certainly it is for them. I mean, that usually is the answer here. They're usually worried about how it's going to improve their lives. But like they 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 come out, they say these things, they're proud of them. The reason why they utter them out loud is because they're so proud of them. And they're they so they're convinced that they are right. They're and right, and no one can stop them. Correct. And so they say them out loud, and when you call them out, it's a right wing freak out. And they were doing this with the M&M thing. We were talking about the stupid M&M mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, the M&M came out. They, they, they're getting rid of their spokes candies <laughs> because for Maya Rudolph, oddly, and because I, people were were so upset about this. And, like, I keep seeing this presented on the news as if, look at this, the right-wing freakout over the M&M decision to change the case. We, we didn't bring up the M&Ms as problematic. That was you guys. You guys all said, hey, why is why do the M&Ms look so slutty? And we were like, I don't know. I never noticed it before. I but. didn't notice. I was I was concerned about how round and fat they all looked. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know. The fact that we're eating these things that are talking to us is also kind of a weird development. No? <laughs> and that's what I would think would be the, the crazy part of this. And yeah. then... And then so we say they change them and then we're like, why are you changing them? And then it's oh, right wing freak out. And then after the changes, they pull them off the market. And we're like, oh, my gosh, will you stop this? Stop pulling them off the market. Why are you pulling them off the market? Right wing freak out. We didn't start any of this stuff. <laughs> we're not the ones criticizing your candies. <laughs> we consume your candies. Yes. Look, Look at, at us. Me. Yes. Thank A you. A lot of your candy. I go back. You know what? Here's here's an idea, Glenn. What goes great with chocolate? Cherries. Cherry chocolate, right? Fantastic. Fantastic combination. We don't have cherry chocolate M&Ms. Why? 
How can we have? How can we, how can this be a world where we do not have cherry chocolate M and M's? They're two delicious flavors that go together, obviously. And yet, this company is trying to figure out how to take go-go boots off their spokes <laughs> candies instead of giving me cherry chocolate M and M's. Here, it's really easy. You take an eraser. And you erase the go-go boots. That's yeah, it. Or don't. <laughs> right? I really don't care. No, no one cares. I do care about that damn crackle. Snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, cra- crackle is a bastard. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap I don't, and go, pop- don't get me started. Snap and pop are fine. But they're fine. Oh, yeah. They're good guys. Okay. Oh, they're crackle. the house. Crackle. Crackle's like the he's Hunter Biden of the group. <laughs> Crackle's just, he's just he's, doing it. Crack is yeah. in his name. He's in his name for a reason. By the way, if you think any of this was uh, uh, crazy or, um, you know, maybe might lead to our destruction, you probably shouldn't listen to the story about the um, Vanderbilt professor who had a lecture and covered the coping strategies among the students of color that are navigating white cyst heteropatriarchy in STEM. White? Math, Cis. hetero, hetero patriarchy, patriarchy in STEM. STEM. Okay, got it. So math yeah. is uh, cis hetero patriarchy, and, uh, mm. and it's got too much of math. that in it. Math, math is racist. Is, math is sexist. You don't know what the number four says about the number two. Really? You don't want to hear it. I don't think I can even say it. Mm. But uh, they're, they're really under all kinds of stress because their success in academia um with their intersectional identities and a math course is too much it's too, too much too much too much too much to bear jesus please come soon amen uh things that i uh i recommend uh to you i i do myself um i'm not going to tell you about a product or a service from a company and then you know uh say oh Wow, those dopes, it's good for them. I use the products or services, or if I can't use them, I have others that I know. Test them, try them, and if the claims are true, great. If it's the best out there, great. If not, I don't need I don't need it. We have plenty of advertisers that wait in line literally for years to get onto this program. So when I tell you about something, especially some of these like gold line, you know. If you're unless you're a new listener and if you are a new listener, just give it two weeks. You'll hate it for the first two weeks. And then after two weeks, it'll start to, I don't know, make you a little more hostile uh, because you'll hate it even more. And then it just turns into white hot hate after four weeks and eight weeks. You're numb inside. You're just pretty much a zombie uh, and you just don't care anymore. So just give it two weeks. You'll love it. Anyway, um, I've been talking about Goldline for for years, and um, I was a customer of theirs before they were a customer of mine. And I have said from the very beginning, I think this is a hedge against insanity, because after 2008, everything has become insane with the dollar, banking, all of it. Insane. There's there's just no logic behind any of it anymore. They'll tell you it's logical, but yeah, it'll work out maybe for them, but not for you, not for the dollar. 
Goldline is offering a special on their gold legal tender bar cards now this week. With every one purchase made by the Canadian Mint, you can receive 25 of the silver Mind Your Business bars at no additional cost. Mind Your Business, it, it was actually what was on our coins in the founding era. It wasn't in God We Trust. It, I love this. I wish we'd go back. Mind Your Business! Uh, anyway, uh, you can get 25 of those bars free uh, with every gold legal tender bar card purchased. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. I find this story fascinating. A San Francisco San Francisco judge yesterday ruled that uh, the San Francisco police body camera footage from the hammer attack on Paul Pelosi has to be made public. Now, why this is interesting is hey, it was a it was a judge in San Francisco, but who is suing for that? The Associated Press, the Los Angeles Times. And the New York Times. Wow. That's not really the hotbed of conservatives. No? No. Mm. No. They've demanded the release of the footage back in December when it was submitted in open court. Uh, It didn't happen. What they're looking at now, a spokesperson for the Superior Court said that the court staff is now working to make the copy of the requested uh, exhibits and uh, going to distribute it to the attorneys of those media organizations. So you should see this soon. I would assume it's all going to be there. But the reason why this is a big deal is because police say he opened the door and uh, then let the police in and then went back to the guy. And that would that's not logical with the story. This is one of those stories that there have been so many conflicting reports on so many different aspects of it. I, at this point, the video is the only solution. There's too many people saying too many things. Let's see what the, what actually happened. There's no reason we can't see it. Everybody else gets their footage released. You know, I, yeah. I'm sure, you know, there's been plenty of incidents where I mean, when there is a cop that does anything, even if it's not wrong, man, that yeah. footage is out. Like minutes it seems. Yeah. Wait, I'm I'm seeing it on TV. It hasn't even happened yet. How is that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it is crazy how they, fast. They want that to happen immediately. So, right. uh, look, I I can understand why Nancy Pelosi, who's a very powerful person, obviously, and very influential, I'm sure, in that community, has been able to keep that under wraps for a mm-hmm. while. But we will see what it actually says. And then we don't have to ask these questions anymore. We can just have them answered. Now, a Louisiana judge yesterday also ordered DHS to release the files that might reveal the five agents' alleged involvement in government efforts to suppress freedom of speech at the social media level. Um, They want to know names uh, there and, you know, what the status is with that. Also, the guy who is the murder suspect in the Idaho murders... I, I, the sheriff is is uh, is not commenting on this. He should just get out with it. It's actually not a sheriff. It's a police chief in Pullman, Washington. Apparently, that guy just a few months before went and applied for a, like an internship uh, with the police department, and you know they exchanged pleasantries. Uh, you know, an email. It just said, "Hey, it was great meeting you." Blah blah blah. But we don't know 
if he ever went to work there. I don't know why the chief of police wouldn't just release the information. It's not like the chief of police knew or or were they in on it.